Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another weekly planner call here where we answer your questions. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Carl, Juan, Monica, George, Einar. Welcome. Many of you new to the Montero organization, so we want to welcome you to our program. We want to welcome you to our community of experts developing your expertise, your skills about marketing and sales. It's all about developing your skills about how to generate more leads, marketing, and how to convert those leads into clients. Selling. Very, very good. All right. So good morning to all of you. Let me write it down here. Good morning. If you have any questions, please make sure you post them right here in the comment in the chat and I'll be make I'll be I'll make sure that I answer every single question for you. Irene, good morning. This is the first call. And not only for you, Irene, I have a lot of people uh, that today's is, is the first call. So again, welcome all of you. Welcome to our community. Remember, for those of you who are new, we say we gotta take off our real estate agent hat and we gotta put our marketers hat. Real estate agents on average working 40 hours or more with 10 years of experience make about $28,000 a year. That's right, $28,000 a year. So we don't want to be real estate agents. We want to be marketers. It's all about marketing. Yes, you need to have the expertise of the knowledge in your very specific area. You need to know your real estate market, but we wanna go from being a secret agent to a real estate agent. And the only way we can do that is through marketing. Got it? Make sure you understand that you are in the business of marketing and the vehicle you're using in your marketing strategies is real estate. Good morning, Georgina. Georgina, I haven't seen you in a long, long time. Henry, good morning. So we got a lot of new people and a lot of familiar people. Georgina has been with us, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years. Georgina, correct me if it is less than seven years. I think it's even more than that. All right, guys. So let's get started. Nice to see so many new people and familiar people. Questions, post them in the forum. Let's get started. So, as you know, I like to share with you the most common questions that I get in a weekly basis, right? And I'm gonna start with the first one right here. Oops, uh, give me one second, I think. My, ooh, not now. Let's see what happened here. All right, hold on one second. We restarted the computer for today and I didn't notice that, so here we go. Weekly planner call, that's it. All right, it was easier than that I thought. All right, so there, there we go. First question for today, October 21st, 2019. And uh, this was a very, very interesting question from last week, one that I get all the time, all the time when I'm doing a large seminar, all right? What would you suggest as the first few steps to restart my real estate business as an agent and as a broker. Again, this is an experienced agent that joined our program about a month and a half ago. This agent not only is experienced, but also a broker and has a brokerage office. So here are my seven things that I asked this person to do again. So again, it's not only for new agents, also for experienced agents. Number one, you gotta make sure you finish your project to 50. And within the first module in our program, we explain to you what the Project 250 is, right? The Project 250 is a list of all the people that you know in your database, past clients, potential clients, friends, and family members that you know, not real estate agents, 
people that you know that potentially can buy or sell with you. All of you, all of you have more than 250 people. However, you want to get started with the first 250. If you have more, great. But the first 250 are critical. Not only 250 people, but you want to identify the top 50 people from that list. And then what we call in the project to 50, start 25, right? The top 25, 25 people in your database that if you pick up the phone today, those people will know exactly who it is and they will of course know you by your first name. Regardless of how much money they have, regardless of how likely they are to purchase or sell real estate in the near future. Again, we wanna find out exactly 250 people, the top 50, and from those top 50, the start 25, right? The people that you can pick up the phone and connect with them immediately. Those are the people that are going to help you move your business forward faster than any other group of people. Number two, once you identify those, the project 250, then you gotta identify an area of 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. You need to pick an area, ideally an area within a mile radio of where you live, right? It doesn't really matter if you want to sell properties in a higher price point. I want you to focus first, to dominate first the area where you live. And again, ideally no more than a mile radio of your house, right? Why? Well, that's the place that you by default know the most. You know exactly what's happening. You know the restaurants, you know the, the schools, you know pretty much everything about that area because of the fact that you live there, all right? So number two, identify an area of 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. If you can't find 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months, don't worry about it. Within that mile radio, expand it just a little bit until you get 80 to 90 properties sold. It needs to be more than 80 properties sold because if not, you won't have enough properties sold, enough activity in that area to generate enough listings. Got it? Very good. Number three, very important. Before you go and uh, keep in contact and develop your your relationship with those 80, uh, 90 pro owners of the 80, 90 properties sold within the last 12 months, you need to make sure that you understand the statistics in your area. Because yes, we want to market our services. Yes, we want to make sure that we get as many leads as possible. But in order to convert those leads, we need to know exactly what we're talking about. So I ask you to learn six things. You can learn way more, but these six things you need to know by memory. And what are those six things? Well, very simple. I need to know in my area, in that area where I pick 80 to 90 properties sold, I need to make sure that I know what number of properties sold within the last 12 months, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market. One more time, number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale and lowest for sale and days on the market. Those six things we need to know if we want to compete, if we want to eliminate, eradicate our competition, those are the questions that we need to know because those are the questions when we get the objections, I want to compare you to other agents, I want to interview other agents, those are the questions we're going to give that seller to ask the next agent. And what do you think the next, the next agent is going to say? Unless they're trained by us, they're not gonna have a clue. Got it? So you need to know that information. Then number four, make sure you launch your email marketing system. You need to have an email marketing system automated 
and that allows you to position yourself as the expert of choice for the people on your Project 250 and on for the people in your area, the area that you're farming, all right? You can do that manually. You need to automate the process, all right? It needs to go out with enough frequency and enough consistency so people start recognizing you as the expert of choice. Before you ask me, the system that we recommend, of course, is the one that we created, is Octopus Agent. So if you want more information about how Octopus Agent automates the process for your Project 250 and also automates the process for the area where you're focusing, just email me at orlando at montierorganization.com and I will be more than glad to send you some more information. All right, so point number five is get the email of owners in your chosen area. Very important. Again, if you don't have that information, email me, Orlando, monterorganization.com. Orlando, please send me two or three companies that you work with that provide the emails for the residents and owners in my specific area. These are large companies nationwide that we work with. Uh, two or three different companies. I just can connect you with them and we will make the introduction and you, uh, you talk to them and you, you, you ask them the questions uh, that you think are pertinent to what you're looking for. But you need to find the emails of the residents and the owners in your, in your cho uh, chosen zip code. Very important. So you can start with a previous point, which is an email marketing sequence to position yourself as the expert of choice. Point number six, very simple. Launch your first Facebook campaign. Again, very important. Facebook campaign. I'm not talking about posting, guys. And this is very important. I'm not talking about posting, okay? I'm talking about a very specific campaign called lead generation campaign. That's the only campaign where you can get their phone number, their email, and their full name phone number, email, and full name. We need that information so we can put them in the email marketing sequence and start positioning ourselves as the expert of choice and go to the next step, which is number seven. I need to analyze who is opening my emails so I can reach out to them. That's why we say stop doing cold calling. In 2019, you don't need to be doing cold calling because if you have an email marketing system, which is sending emails with enough frequency and consistency to your database, why would you call somebody that doesn't know about you, clearly doesn't want to talk to a real estate agent, when you have so many people in your database opening your emails, meaning they're interested either on buying or selling. Those are the people that you reach out to first, right? Very, very, very important, guys. So those are the seven things. And again, this question came from not only an experienced agent, but also a broker. And whether you're a new, experienced, or a top producer, we want to go over those seven things that I just mentioned. Because real estate is not that difficult. It's very simple, all right? It's not going to be easy. It's not going to happen overnight. But it's all about mastery of those steps. It's all about mastery of basically three things. Specialized knowledge, marketing, and sales conversations. And it's making sure that we improve our skills on those topics that I just mentioned over and over and over again, all right? So Gloria says, Gloria, postcards, how many times I need to send a month? All right, Gloria, so very, very important. Nice, nice question. Very good. Now we have a lot of people on the call this week. All right, so Gloria, about postcards, right? Before we send postcards, let's talk about the four quadrants of marketing, Gloria, all right? There are four quadrants. I'm gonna go from the cheapest one to the most expensive one, all right? So I wanna make sure that each quadrant 
builds on the previous one. Got it? All right, so let's start with the first one, email marketing. I need to have an email marketing system that allows me to do the follow-up automatically, that allows me to position myself as the expert of choice. I'm not gonna go with postcards on, until I have the email marketing sequence. Got it? Right? That's the cheapest one, email marketing. For less than $60, $70 a month, you can have an amazing email marketing that can reach all the people in your database, right? And that's that's the one that allows you to analyze who is interested or not. So email marketing. Number two, Facebook. And again, I'm not saying that Facebook or email, Gloria, are better than postcards. I'm just going from the cheapest to the most expensive one, right? So Facebook, Facebook, everybody in this call should be doing Facebook for the simple reason that it has the lowest barrier to entry in terms of investments with 50 to 60 dollars per week you can start generating leads for two or three dollars per lead all right if you live in a very expensive expensive area in the united states it might be seven to ten dollars but no more than that all right so other leads are way more expensive through zillow to postcards etc and i'm i'm not saying that those sources do not work they do work but they are more expensive all right so everybody in this call should be doing facebook and there's a very specific campaign that I mentioned before, lead generation campaign, Gloria, all right? So that's number two. Number three is online marketing, usually retargeting, right? That's a little bit more technical, so I'm gonna skip that right now, and I'm gonna go into offline, Gloria, which is postcards, magazines, newspapers. That's the most expensive one, right? It is very expensive, however, it works if you have enough frequency and consistency, all right? So postcards, every two weeks, you should be sending postcards, Gloria, every two weeks. Now, if you can send more often, great. The more frequency and consistency you have, the better. But just sending a postcard every month, every month and a half, every two months, is not enough frequency and consistency to stick in the consumer's mind. So if we're going to send postcards, we need to have a strategy. We know that every two weeks, those postcards are gonna go out. So I'm gonna have a 24 series of postcards with different content that are going to go out over the year. Very, very, very important. We need to have frequency and consistency. Postcards are very expensive, as we all know, However, they work very well as long as we have enough frequency and consistency. So two times per week, at min, uh, uh, per month at minimum, less than that is not going to have the same impact. Also very important, uh, Gloria, it's not only about the postcard, but also very, very important about the message in that postcard. Let me show you something. For those of you who are interested on in doing postcards right now, you can email me at orlando at montierorganization.com. I will send you a digital copy of the Agent Magazine. And right here in the Agent Magazine, we explain to you exactly how to work with postcards. Right here, we have two very specific pages that explain to you exactly what to put on a postcard. Very, very important. So. Again, it's not only about sending the postcard, it's making sure that we send the right content and the right call to action on the postcard. So Gloria, please, uh, if you can email me at orlando at montierorganization.com, I'll send you the link so you can download the digital copy of the Agent Magazine and you will see exactly what to post on the postcard before you send them.
Very, very good, very good point. Uh, how to design the postcard closure? I think I, I just mentioned that to you. It is exactly the design on the postcard, the text on the postcard, what to go where, etc. So this is gonna be very handy to you. So just email me at Orlando. I'm gonna put it right here. Just email me at Orlando at MontielOrganization.com. I will be more than glad to send you a digital copy of that. Very good. All right, Teresa says, does Octopus Agent has agent have an IVX for Palm Beach. I'll make sure I'm 99.999% sure, Teresa, that it has the IDX, all right? Uh, Carol, will you have the IDX for the Gulf Coast MLS? Uh, we're working on it. The association just changed their whole contract with the IDX. Now it's a completely different company. So that's why we're taking a little bit longer on that because it's now completely different company that is handling the data, the sourcing of that information. Now, very important regarding, regarding the, the MLS or the IDX, the same thing. Guys, before, when we started doing the sites for agents seven, eight years ago, I was 100% against putting the MLX or the IDX on a website. Here's the reason why. For consumers, their source of research for properties for sale, it's either realtors.com or Zillow. When they go to our site, they think that the only thing we're showing them is the properties we have listed or that we want to sell them. Having an IDX, or MLS in our site is not going to position us as the experts of choice. What it's going to position us as the, by the way, it doesn't give them anything special because any other site has the IDX or MLS, right? So very important, what is going to position us as the experts of choice is the right content on the site, segmented for buyers, and for sellers and a special offering seven things you need to know before selling a home the five mistakes owners make when selling what to do if you haven't sold your property in the last 90 days relevant information so they can go back to our site because they are not going to do their research on our site when they're looking for properties they are going to go to realtors.com and zillow however right i I bend it a little bit and I included the IDX and the MLS in our sites because you, you agents asked for it. So I, I decided not to fight anymore and just include it, all right? But remember, having an IDX or MLS does not make your site any better because any other site has the same thing. And buyers and sellers can look for that information everywhere they want. However, most sites don't have the content don't have the automation, don't have the segmentation, don't have the offer. And that's exactly what Octopus will do for you. All right, Eduardo says, uh, so I, I hope that that's uh, clear, Carol or Teresa. Some of our agents that are in uh, different states, what they do is they link Octopus agent, all right, to an IDX landing page that they have in their very specific area so people can search for that. That's uh, a very easy uh, way to solve that issue. If you are in an area where Octopus Agent still doesn't have MLX or IDX service. Okay, cool. So Eduardo says, what was point number seven in the first list of activities? Again, very good, Eduardo. So point number seven, very, very, very important. We want to make sure that every single week and ideally 
every single day we go into our email marketing service whether it's octopus mailchimp constant contact or any other one that you have eduardo and you need to check exactly from top to bottom who are the people that are opening your emails the most because according to that number to that analysis that's the people that are going to reach out first and you're going to see for those of you who are already using octopus or any other email marketing service you see that it tells you how many times each person has opened your emails and you can you can filter that list by the highest number of opening by user right so you want to reach out to those people why because if they're opening Eduardo if they're opening your email it means you're interested they're thinking about buying or selling <clears throat> remember when we go into our inbox we are in the lead mode when we are in, in, we're going into our, our inbox in our email, we're in the lead mode. So if we're opening an email, it means we're interested. We're not going to open an email and read that email if we are actually not that interested, all right? Irene, thank you very much for answering the question. Yeah, number seven was reach out to email openers, right? So, and we're gonna go even higher than that. So first we're gonna go to the people that click and open the email and then people that open the email. So there are two, right? You're gonna see the list of people that open the emails. You wanna filter it from the ones that open it the most. But before that, you even wanna call the people that not only open it, but click on the link. Very, very important. Those are people, guys, that are interested. Those are people that are ready they're thinking about buying and selling. They would not click or open the email many times if they are not thinking right now. That's the beauty of working with just, just a little bit. And I don't like to use the word because people get scared, but it's so simple. That's the beauty of using, and here goes the word, a little bit of technology. That's simple, all right? Uh, can you do a training on Facebook ad manager? Uh, that carol we have a course all right that is four and a half hours long that course is 297 dollars for those of you who are here and all of you here are in our membership it's only 99 it's four and a half hours long carol because we not only go into facebook manager but we go into pixeling we go into uh facebook uh, messenger etc so doing a facebook ad manager it's already in that course and we put it separate from here because a lot of people don't have yet the technical expertise to go into it and not everybody's interested. So if you wanna do that, just email me again at orlando.monteroorganization.com and I'll send you the link. Got it? By the way, Carol, it's so, so simple. All we have to do, all right, is just make sure that we use the lead generation campaign. Now, now let, me, let me give you something, Carol, something important here. Let me, guys, at least give you the main so let me show you exactly what we are going to do right here. Uh, let me go to my ad manager. So let me, let me share with you this right here. Share the entire screen so you can see exactly what I'm asking you to do, Carol. So right here, as you can see, I'm in my Facebook page. All I need to do is go here to this little error right here. And again, Carol, if you want that in-depth uh, course, you just let me know, write us an email and I'll send you the link, right? You go to manage your ads right here, and from managing your ads, all you have to do, all you have to do, right, it's click on your ad manager. Here's where you told, uh, you, you asked me, you click on that campaign, you click on your on one of your accounts, right? 
And once you go to your account, in the left-hand corner, it's going to say create right here. You're going to see it right now. I'll give it a little bit of time. It's going to hit, it's going to say create. And you're going to hit that create button. All right. Here's in the ad manager, create button. And I'm going to create a very specific campaign, Carol. All right. That campaign is called again. What did we say is, is it called? Lead generation campaign. As you can see, there are many type of campaigns right here on Facebook. This is the one that I want you to learn right here lead generation campaign you click on that one all right right here you click on that one right there it says lead generation campaign unfortunately i can show it to you right here because i have you click on that one and then you start your campaign it's that simple carol it doesn't take much all right that's the only one where you can generate and let me show you right here let me go back uh let me do this one right here all right this one that i usually show to you guys lead generation campaign this is active right now look at how many leads this one has generated in the last 30 days this one in particular with only what how much is it costing me 75 cents so we're talking about 40 dollars, right 40 dollars. this one is costing 37 dollars. this campaign right here is costing carol less than $40. How many leads did I generate it? 50 leads. And you're going to see it has the name, the phone number, and the email address. I'm going to go quick because this is being recorded. And there is uh, information about those leads right here. Right here, I got the email. All right, not now. I got the email, the name, and the phone number of all those people. Got it? Got the email, the name, and the phone number of all those people right here, as you can see right there. All right, all that information, all that information. What do I do with that information, Carol? I get that information, I export it to my Octopus, and I let the system send them the emails. And the people that open those emails the most, then my team right here contacts them. It's very, very simple process, guy. guys. You're sitting in a pile of gold in real estate in 2019. Most agents are still selling real estate like it is 1985, still doing door knocking. Can you believe that? Door knocking or cold calling. In 2019, stop selling like it is 1985. If you learn these little things that are true, thank you very much, Carol. I appreciate, appreciate all your, Carol says, uh, you're truly amazing coach, so I'm glad I'm a member. I'm glad to have you, uh, uh, Carol. And again, I'm here to answer any questions you have, all right? Hopefully you can, with this information that I gave you and with the information that we have, Carol, within the the, the membership, you'll be able to do the, uh, the Facebook. If not, let me know, all right? My pleasure. So again, guys, you are sitting in a pile of gold in real estate in 2019 because we're, the way I explain it is that we are in a transition right now where there are a lot of, a lot of agents that are still in the old age selling like it is 1985, do cold calling, door knocking, etc. And there are just a few agents that are still in, Vilma, you're welcome. They're embracing this little new technology. And guys, it's not difficult at all. You don't need to be a programmer. You don't need to know about numbers. All you need to do is follow very simple steps. Make sure you have the frequency and consistency that you have the content and that you contact the people that are opening your messages via email. Then you'll start doing Facebook. Then you'll do postcards. Definitely, Gloria, Gloria if you're at the postcard stage, that is amazing. Make sure you're doing the previous three first. All right, Scott says, please have a Facebook class in English. I've been getting leads, but need to get to the next level. Facebook is constantly changing. 
By the way, Scott, as I said, we have that class. So email me at orlandoandmontierorganization.com and I'll be more than glad to send it to you. It's a 323 steps. I do, by the way, Scott and Carol that mentioned Facebook. Guys, it is so simple to do it just to create a campaign. Now, if you want to truly know about Facebook, we can do way more, but it's so simple. And that's why the course is four and a half hours. But I can create a campaign in less than seven minutes, seven minutes if we know what we're doing, right? Irene says, I work mostly with international clients. Should my strategy be different? Not at all, Irene. Even more like this, even with international clients, because Irene, with international clients, unfortunately, you can send them postcards, right? Putting an ad in the paper or in a magazine internationally, sometimes you don't know if that's going to truly click. But through Facebook, and again, I'm not saying Facebook is the best. It's the cheapest one to everybody. Every single person, every single agent should be doing Facebook because the barrier to entry in prices is very little. For most agents, paying for postcards, paying for magazines, paying for newspaper ads, which work, are very expensive. But not doing Facebook, as I show you. This, two can, this campaign, uh, uh, Irene, that I, that, I, that I show you right now on Facebook, let me see if I can show it to you. It's all international clients. This one right here that I show you because my clients are international investors, right? So right here, you can see the cost per lead right now. Uh, by the way, this, uh, you see it's in, it's in Spanish, right? Look at this one. This is MXA is for Mexico and Latin America, Mexico and Latin America. So it's, Irene, is exactly the type of uh, audience you're looking for. And it's costing me each lead 62 cents. So. Even more important, you should be doing exactly the same thing, generating the lead as I show you. Look, let me do the last seven days, last seven days, right here. In the last seven days, just in these two campaigns, I have 11 leads, all right? 11 leads in seven days. By the way, it's not, it's not how many leads, it's the cost per lead, a dollar per lead. If you want 100 leads in seven days, how much you need to invest? About $100, all right? So... It's even more relevant if you're working with international clients because it's cheaper. Advertising on Facebook here in the United States, it's going to be more expensive than in South America because remember, Facebook is a bidding system, right? The more you pay, the higher you pay to be shown, the more Facebook it's going to show you, right? So if you go to South America, it's even cheaper. Even in Europe, it's even cheaper than in the United States, but you should be doing it in both. Very, very, very good questions. All right, guys. So let's see if I have any other question. Eduardo says, Orlando, what's the difference between having a lead fill out the lead generation form versus making an ad with MailChimp form link to it to get the same lead information? Very good question, Eduardo. So here's the thing about Facebook directly. So there are different ways, right? You're getting to those people via MailChimp and then on the other way, we're getting directly to Facebook. Here's the thing. Through Facebook, we are reaching people that we don't have in our database. Right, Eduardo? Right? So number one, I'm getting to people that I don't have their email. If I have their email, I don't need to send them to Facebook because it's an extra step. Got it? I send them an email that is interesting, and if they open, I'll pick up the phone and give them a call. So there are two completely different strategies, Eduardo, and it doesn't mean that you're going to do one or the other. As a matter of fact, you should be doing both, all right? And it's not gonna cost you more once you have their email. Number two, very important, not only I'm reaching a different audience, a much larger audience 
through Facebook than through email because I can I don't have two million, three million, four million people that I can reach out through Facebook uh, on email. I have it on Facebook. The last thing is that the friction on Facebook is very, very little because if you send them to a very specific landing page via MailChimp, you are going to be asking them for the name, phone number, and email, and they are, they are going to have to type their information. So two things are very likely to happen, Eduardo. Number one is that when you type their, their, they type their information, number one, they might make a mistake on their phone number or email, or number two, on purpose, they, they'll put uh, as their phone number, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight or a nine, right? And their email will be tomcruise at gmail.com. Got it? So through Facebook, the beautiful thing is that they don't have to input their information. Facebook already has it. That's the information they use to log in into Facebook, their name, their phone number, and email. And usually that information is still very current, all right? So there is no friction. Facebook is only asking them confirm you want this information. And once they click confirm, they get that information and Facebook gives you, as you saw right here in my dashboard, in my ads manager, their whole information. Facebook is giving me the real information. So there is no friction, there's no room for mistake, and I get it much, much faster because I can get, and I can reach way more people, right? But you should be doing both, all right, got it? Marco says, I work mostly with international clients like Irene, and I have contacted potential connectors for my business. What material should I send to them so they can share with their clients? All right, very, and by the way, I'm gonna expand on this one because I wanna prepare myself for this one. I'm gonna expand Marco for this information for next week. I wanna do it at least 10 minutes. I'm not prepared to show you that information. I wanna pick it up, but I'm gonna answer that information for you. So. I work mostly with international clients. I have contacted potential connectors for my business. What material should I send to them so they can share with their clients? Very important. So next week, I'm gonna show you the graph and even the split that I work with international connectors, all right? What I pay international connectors to refer me, refer me business, right? It's important you know that. But before that, I wanna tell you the six steps, Marco, that I work with my connectors, my international connectors. So this is the way I explain it. Let's say, Marco, you are the international connector. You're a banker, real estate agent in, in Europe or South America, et cetera. So, Marco, in this process, right, we're gonna go through six steps, all right? The first three steps we're going to do together. The other three steps, you don't need even to worry about it. I'm gonna explain them to you, but I'm gonna take care of it. Right? So the first steps, the first step is number one, what? To find those potential buyers, right? That's gonna be your first job market, to find that potential buyer. Step number two is to pre-qualify that buyer before step number three, which is have a conference call. The buyer, you, Marco, the connector, and me. So again, step number one is to make sure that you make a list of all the potential people you think they might be a good uh, candidate for buying in South Florida. That's number one, if you're in South Florida, right? Number two, you're going to pre-qualify them. You're going to ask them five very simple questions, all right? And they are the following. What is it exactly that you want? Is it a condo, house, investment property, pre-construction? What is it that you're looking for? Number two, where, if you have an idea of where in our town, 
Number three, why? What's the purpose of your purchase, right? Is it an investment property? Is it a vacation property? Are you moving your family uh, to, in my, in my case, for example, South Florida? Number four, when are you planning to make the purchase? And finally, how much? That's simple, got it? If you wanna go that far. If not, we'll jump right straight to step number three. And step number three is to have a conference call, Marco, because you know that buyer. That buyer tr has a trust in you. He doesn't know me yet. So we're gonna have a conference call where I'm going to go a little bit deeper on those five, five questions. What do you want? Where do you want it? Why do you want it? When do you want it and how much? And we're going to determine exactly the type of properties we want to send them. That simple. Marco, I wanna keep it as simple as possible for my connector. They don't want to do that much work, all right? And if they do, then we'll send them the properties you think, according to your connector, or what your connector says to you, what properties your clients are interested on. I wanna keep it as simple as possible. Marco, you, the connector, all I want with you, all I want with you is to make sure that you identify, your job is to identify that person and get that person on a conference call with you and with me. I'll take care of the rest. And when I identify through those five questions, what do you want? Where do you want it? Why do you want it? When do you want it? And how much? Then I will send that person that information and I'll copy you. Now, very few, Marco, very few will want some, some more information. If they want it, just send it to them, whether it is investment properties, brick constructions, resales, et cetera, all right? But again, I wanna keep my connector focused, not on the properties, but on finding the people. That's their main job. Everything else should be done by us. Got it? Very, very good. So Marco, and if I wasn't clear enough, let me know so I can go deeper into next Monday's session, all right? Uh, Einar, many in my data may, that database, I don't have their phone number, and when I try to reach via email, they don't respond. What do you suggest to get in touch after they open the emails? So important, very, very important. If you don't have their, their, their phone number, of course, there is nothing you can do about that, all right? However, I want you to get a company in your area, Einar, all right, that allows you that gives you not only their email, but their phone number. You need to identify an area, as I said at the beginning, 80 to 90 properties sold, and contact a company. If you don't know a company, please email me, Orlando Montero Organization, and I will put you in contact with one or two companies that can help you with that. But you need their phone number and their email. Got it? Very, very important. Uh, Carol, do you recommend video for marketing? Ooh, definitely, definitely. Why video? Well, two things. Number one, once you start doing videos, Carl, you have a huge competitive advantage. And I know if I didn't uh, answer your question deep enough, I, was, I know it was a short answer, but if it wasn't uh, clear enough, please let me know. I'll go back to it, all right? Do we recommend video for marketing? Definitely, of course. Why? Number one, by producing content with enough frequency and consistency, three, four times a week, videos, three, four times a week, I'm not only changing, Carol, the perception of my audience about me. More important, I'm changing me as the expert. Because in order to do video, Carol, we all know it here in the, in the call today, and there's a lot of people in the call today, and everybody will agree with this, is that in order for me to do a video, I truly need to know what I'm talking about. When I'm writing something, I might be even copy-pasting, doing a quick summary of what I read. 
But in order for me to speak to a camera without reading, I need to know what I'm saying. So not only my audience will realize that I know what I'm talking about, but more important, I will become more proficient, more knowledgeable, because I need to know what I'm saying in order to look at that camera. Not only that, but I also will learn to simplify, to summarize, right? To reduce the amount of content that I put out, improving my communication skills, which at the end of the day, that's what we're selling, our communication skills. So the more video you do, the better. I'm going to give you the last one, which has to do with money. Facebook rewards you. Instagram rewards you by doing videos, right? They are way cheaper than content than written or written content or pictures do the experiment post exactly the same information carol on instagram and facebook and run a simple campaign just boost it very simple boost it boost a text books an image and boost a video and you will see that the cost per view on a video is way lower than text and picture because facebook and instagram realize that for somebody to do a video that content is very likely to be way way more entertaining and way more valuable than just a text or a picture all right and again the more video you do the more comfortable you feel with the camera the more comfortable you're going to feel talking reviewing that information and when you sit one-on-one -on -one with a client man you Carol, you'll do an amazing, amazing job, all right? In our, I answer your question, good. And again, guys, if you have any questions, remember, please ask your questions in the forum. I didn't have to go through all the questions today because you guys were very, very active. We had a lot of people today. And I don't know if you noticed, uh, right now we started, uh, most of you or all of you should have gotten a text message that is going to alert you that today, a month, every Monday, you're going to get on your phone a text message, all right, that says that we are starting at 10 a.m. And you can watch your that the weekly planner on your phone. So even if you are not in front of your computer, you can watch it on a, four, on, on a phone. Hugo says, okay, hi, Orlando. Can we see a replay of this Monday meeting on the website? Oh, yeah, definitely. So let me show you real quick. Let me try to go to my uh to the forum remember guys every single week Hugo, we have not this recorded ideally you should be live so you can ask questions but uh, of course there are some days that we're not going to be able to be in the call all right so all you have to do is go here Hugo. let me let me share with you my screen let me share right here once you enter into the platform the training platform right here right this is the main screen you go here we're going to see weekly planner you hit on the weekly planner and you're going to have all the recordings from previous weeks right here you see this is from last week this is october and then you can go down and you'll see as many as you want you don't even have to see them you put them on your phone and while you're driving while you're shaving that's what i do you just listen to it you don't have to see it and you have all the weekly planners you know that have more than two or three years of weekly planners right here so it's taking a little bit to load because we are live right now but look all the weekly planners so again the important thing Hugo is that you go to the oops, right here weekly planner and you'll see it right there all right so it's very simple guys I highly recommend you do that uh, every day listen to one every single day listen to one put it on your phone your headphones if you're shaving if you're a man if you're a woman when you're putting makeup when you're driving listen to it you don't have to, don't look at it when you're driving all right but listen to it.
All right, my pleasure, Hugo. All right, so guys, remember also one more thing. Hugo, let me share with you guys uh, right here. When you go to your uh, screen right here, just to finish today's call, very important. Make sure you have this link right here to the forum, all right? English right here, you can do it in Spanish, you can do it in English. Make sure you copy this link and you add it to your notes in your book right here. Uh, let me see right here. Make sure you copy this link to your, right here, to your phone. Why? Well, whenever you have a question, instead of having to access the platform and going to the forum, just click on that button. Whenever you have a question, regardless of the time, click on that button and ask your question. I'll make sure that we answer, and most of those answers, you know they come from, from me. I'll make sure that we answer those questions within 24 hours. All right, guys? So that's it for today. I don't have any other questions. For next week, I'll use the question that we had today. If you have anything else, we are here to help you. That's our job, and we love doing our job. Post your questions in the forum, and until next week, make it a very, very productive day. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.